Ladies and gentlemen, you just got pranked. Admit it. Just acknowledge it. Give me the satisfaction. Because you know it happened. Look at your face. Look at the, the confusion, the confuzzlement, the, the slight freaking, you know, irritation, dude. I got you. I got you. You were looking at the freaking scrub bar going, I wonder if he ever shows up. I wonder if I got completely duped. You know, did he get me? Yes, I did. And I showed up. I need, I mean, obviously I always show up because my name is Tristan Sartorius and this podcast is Full Circus. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to it. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. And yes, dude, it is, it is April Fool's. It's the time. It's the beautiful, spiritful, magical gathering of, of, Practical jokes and pranks and fun things that you can do to 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 give some amusement, you know, to yourself mostly because the other people are just you know agitated, right? <laughs> They're just like, why? What? Hey, I get it. It's it, yes, it's April Fools. I see the humor in it, but you have to keep on putting the little poppers under my toilet seat eight times. I sit down. It's funny, but stop. Okay? <laughs> yeah, no. So, you know, so people are usually they're just they're they're a little bit frustrated with it, but uh but you're sp- you're having fun, you know, and that's that's the spirit of pranks, right? It's to spread some joy to yourself and to, you know, just slightly get on the nerves of the people around you, but not so far. You know, they they try to understand. So you got to you got to play the line very very carefully because jokes and pranks they're not always easy to grasp, right? The concept although it's not hard to understand you'll find people who do find it hard to understand you know you'll see the people like on on online youtube like it's just a prank bro and they're harassing people are healing them or stealing them or you know not them but you know stealing stuff off them and uh and just doing these these weird things like what are you what are you doing this isn't a joke this is not the spirit of april fools you know you maybe have a friend who just goes around keying your own car and like hey got you dude april fools like dennis this is not april fools this is vandalism you heathen and uh, so you got to be careful with who you hang around, who you know knows how to pull the joke, and and people named Dennis apparently. Um, but yeah, you got to be careful like like that. But it is April Fools, as you can see. The booth is not decorated. Okay, I have not completely recovered from like four episodes ago or whatever the the one year celebration was. I had all these balloons and streamers and and confetti, and I had these like little glitter sparkly beads or whatever and I've tried to clean them up dude I have they're just all over the place they're like ingrained into the carpet soul okay I've tried it I'm just like tracking them through the house they get on my feet they get on my legs in my clothes in my pockets in my food I just took a dump dude I went to the bathroom I wiped found that crap there okay not like actual crap but like the glitter stuff how'd that get in there I have no idea so it's just everywhere and I, I don't feel like it's right to throw another holiday festival celebration until I can clean up my own mess however I do that. I don't know if it, there's some sort of, you know, paranormal stuff going on with this, these decorations, but I need it to go, okay? I need to get it. It's like you throw it away and it's like shows up back on a counter like one of those ghosts. What the frick? So that's kind of how it feels. I keep trying to sweep, but there's always more. Where do they go? I don't know. So anyways, um, that's why the booth's not, you know, decorated. But also you can interpret that how as you Please, okay? You might be looking at the booth thinking, oh, I thought he was going to have a freaking decorated extravaganza. But he doesn't. Is that egg on your face? Is that egg on mine? Who's to say? Uh, but anyways, yeah, it is April Fool's. And you got to be careful with the jokes, dude. You got to have you gotta have a fun way to do it. I have one that I just did. Actually, I haven't done it yet. It's tomorrow, technically. But you know how it works. Um, 
So I have been wanting to send this this message. Okay, so I send a Bible verse, a passage to to like all my family, some friends and cousins and so on, and uh, every single morning, right? I send this little passage, you know, First Corinthians, blah 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 blah, blah. and um, you know, I send I send a new one every single day. So I had this idea that was like a year ago. I saw this movie, The Suicide Squad Two, and it's like superheroes, and there is a there's a guy, a superhero named peacemaker right this guy all he wants to do is bring peace he just wants to bring peace to the lands right that's a very noble cause i would think so about 20 minutes into the movie he goes up to these people and they're like oh this is peacemaker he's the good guy he wants to bring peace so freaking filled with justice he is and uh and he sees all these people and he goes nothing like a bloodbath to start the morning and we're like everyone's like take it back wait what 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 are you what are you what are you talking about and um and then he has this line he says something like uh Wait, don't you don't you want peace? And he says, I cherish peace with all my heart. And I don't care how many men, women, or children I have to kill to get it. I cherish peace with all my heart. I don't care how many men, women, and children I need to kill to get it. And I thought that was the funniest line ever because I was so... I don't know the comics or anything like that, but when I heard that, I was like, what the... Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So... I've been wanting to write that for like a year in my little Bible passages. Everyone expects a verse every single freaking day. Um, I've been doing it for years. So I don't even know if they'll notice. Maybe they won't. Maybe they don't. Like, is that in the Bible? So I'm going to put that. That whole line, I don't care how many men, women, or children, I have to kill to get it. You know, peacemaker, you know, 481. And um, and I think it's going to be a fun little joke. And, and we'll see how it plays out. But for the sake of, you know, it is April Fool's today, let's just say it crushed, dude. I nailed it. It was a perfect prank. It was great. And I have some more stuff to do throughout the show but we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, that's that's an example of a fun little joke, you know, where people are like, what the heck? And, and they'll even find some humor in it, maybe. Or they'll be like, I was expecting a Bible passage. Um, I'm like, <laughs> gotcha! Um, so anyways, yeah, there's a, there's a fine line. You've got to know how to play the jokes. you got to know where where it is, dude. And jokes jokes can go bad a lot, and you got to be careful. Oh, dude, speaking of jokes going bad... The Oscars happened, okay, and everyone's grandmother's grandmother's cousin's friend's uncle, you know, everyone's heard about what happened at the Oscars. You don't have to know anything. You could you could live under three rocks if you want, and you could still know that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock in the fizzies, okay, real hard. And, um... And you know, no one cares about the Oscars, and people keep debating. It's like this big polarizing debacle where everyone talks about, was it right, was it wrong? Okay, well, first off... No, it was not right. You can't just go and assault people no matter what they say. I understand it was very sensitive things, and Chris Rock might not have known. Everyone wants to debate back and forth. This, medical Who cares, dude? The point is you can't just go around assaulting people. That's step one. I'm, not, I, I, I'm just going to say that real quick, okay? Assault is never okay. Violence is never the answer. And there's a, there's a line from somebody that says, you know, it is only when a mosquito lands on your testicles. Okay, this is a real thing. I'm not making this up. It is only when a mosquito lands on your testicles that you can truly understand that there is always a solution outside of violence. And that is so true, dude. So I'm not even going to debate the whole thing. You know, assault is assault, blah, 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 blah. My point, the reason I wanted to bring it up today was not to talk about it, although I just did, um, was that Chris Rock's numbers have skyrocketed. So high because everyone loves a victim, dude, and everyone loves a victim who doesn't claim to be a victim. Especially, he's like, "You want to press charges?" No, no, it's fine, it's fine. And I was like, "Dang, he's so wow. He got he got hurt, and he got he just said no. Like he's a victim. This poor guy. His numbers, his ticket sales for his his like stand up comedy tour and stuff 
everything is going up. People want to go see him. And I did the same thing, dude. I went to, as soon as it happened, I was like, dang, I feel bad. I'm going to go watch a Chris Rock movie. I'm going to watch his stand-up. I'm going to go feed in the numbers. I'm going to go find some stuff. I'm going to rent some stuff. I'm going to buy some. I don't know what I'm going to do. I feel like I got to give this guy money. I feel like I got to participate in what this golf is going on. And uh, it just has that effect on you. And I realized that Chris Rock found the key. Okay. He found the secret. To success, I think that is the true blueprint for what you need to do. So if we want to bump these numbers up here on Full Circus, you know, I might just freaking put my hands behind my back and slowly be like, hey. So anyways, you know, and maybe I'll just like gently start insulting people or pulling some some practical jokes, especially it's, it's April Fool's. Now's the best time is to, you know, maybe push the boundaries just a little bit and keep turning my cheeks. Hey, hey, hey don't these cheeks just look so freaking right for the slapping dude you know i'll just i'll paint like a, a little bullseye little target like hey and then every time it happens like cha-ching, cha-ching, ba-ping, and we got these numbers going up dude because everyone loves a victim so i think he found the key to success so props to him dude you know i'm sorry you got hurt but also you're genius you are genius um so that's what happened at the oscars uh what else has been going on dude I know that the last episode, here's the thing, the funny thing about the last episode, is I, I, I try to get so dedicated and so stuck in my mind, and be like, oh, we're going to do a relaxed episode, we're going to do this, I'm not going to plan anything, right, I didn't, I had, I had no notes, I had no whatever, and, and I'm glad a lot of people seem to like the show, but I felt so discombobulated with the whole thing, because I was like, no notes, no nothing, hands in the pockets, be careful, quiet, now, I failed on all fronts of that, because one, took my hands immediately out of the pockets, started laughing and joking and giggling and doing whatever I wanted to do, and then also I had no notes. I was like, um, uh, um, I can't, what, okay, this. And I felt so, like, out of place. So the whole thing, and ain't that something, dude, you, you go into this thing with such a plan. Now, I know my plan was to have no plan, but every time you come in there with a freaking plans, you show up with the blueprints and whatever, I'm going to do this and this and that and that, and then life is just like, life is Will Smith, dude, and I'm Chris Rock. We This podcast becomes Chris Rock, and maybe, you know, I am the victim of this situation, and I'm just like, hey, I want to do this, I want to try and work on this, and just bang, dude, and then everything's out the window, and and it just, if I failed on all fronts, <laughs> so I was like, ah, I don't know, so I don't know what to, um, what to do, and I'm, I, I, yeah, I don't know. But I thought that was funny because I, I was looking back at the episode after. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm, I'm completely dedicated. I have no notes. This can't possibly fail. And I was like, well, now it just becomes this whole big disaster. And it was, uh, it was actually um, comical in that sense. So I thought that was funny. But um, So we, we're probably not going to do that again for a little bit. The whole slow it down. Try not to gesture so much. Um, that slow motion kind of guy. Is that normal speaking? I have no idea. But anyways, guys, welcome back to the show. We've already been in the show. And um, I do have some... <laughs> well, April Fool's to me, I suppose. Okay, so I was just recording for about five minutes and the camera shut off. Okay. All the glorious content. It's gone. Doesn't exist anymore. I didn't notice it. <laughs> yes. Anyways, <laughs> so what I was talking about was April Fools. I wanted to do some April Fools shenanigans, okay? A little pranky prank joke, and you guys were supposed to be the fool, not me. Although now that all this crap happened, I know I look silly and foolish anyway. But I still want you guys to look foolish somehow. Or you know, I don't know what the point is, but I've been thinking about it. I haven't thought it all completely out, obviously. My eyes are hurting from sitting like this. Anyways, um, so I was thinking, like I said, and you know what happens when I start thinking. 
we cue the music. Bam! Skip the details. Bam! Now, now, and the thoughts. Bam! Now, now, these are some of my bam! Now, now, interesting April Fool's thoughts. Bam! Now, 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 Turtle Power. That was the Ninja Turtles theme song. Didn't mean to do that, but it rocks. Anyways. So I was thinking, what could I do with this little festive celebration that's just just slightly irritating, obnoxious for you guys, okay? just want to get on your nerves a little bit. So I was thinking that you guys come here for a 20, 30-minute escape, right? That's what you want. You want some laughter, some joy, some giggles, some smiles. Oh, my. And uh, it's just a silly goose time. So I thought, what if I flip that on its head, okay? Instead of some, some real quality comedy, we do the opposite of that. And we pull from the comedy depths of hell. Knock-knock jokes, right? Because knock-jokes are the opposite of comedy. There's just this fun little corny cornball, right? As far as coming into a professional setting, be like, hey, knock-knock, who's there? Ach, ach who? <laughs> Bless you. Oh, it's good. It's, it's freaking, it's gold. So I thought... That would be a little freaking fun for me. I get some amusement. Maybe you guys get a little irritated because you guys are like, wait, I came here for this thing and now we just tell not that jokes. This is ridiculous. And I go, oh, although, you know, I kind of got pranked in my own sense because the whole thing shut off, but that's fine. It's okay. But anyways. I was looking at knock knock jokes. What kind of knock knock jokes do I tell? Now knock knock jokes, you know, they're not funny per se, but they are polished, right? You look at these ones, you guys have all heard them. They have some humor in them. And, um, you know, they're just, they're not really great. Do they have their place? Sure. Like at a zoo or something, but you know, not in a, in a comedic booth like this. So I thought, what's, what's worse than giving you a polished knock-knock joke? An unpolished knock-knock joke. What does that mean? Okay. So I wrote my own knock-knock jokes in five minutes under five minutes it was actually like four and a half i wrote 10 knock knock jokes okay that's like one per 30 seconds so i wrote them out for you we're gonna read them and we're gonna have some fun okay i'm gonna smile i'm gonna have fun and you guys will probably be a little irritated or maybe it'll be fun i don't know if you're not irritated then i guess the fool's still mean i just look silly i don't you know try not to think about it too deeply but let's get into some real quality cornballs knock knock joke number one knock knock who's there you. You who? <laughs> I'm over here. <laughs> That's a good one. Number two. Knock, knock. Who's there? Woo. Woo ho. <laughs> hey, right? Isn't this fun? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's right. Number three. Knock, knock. Who's there? Can't find my sh... Can't find my shoe. I don't worry, it's over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number four. Knock, knock. Who's there? Pooh. You stinky. Yeah, baby. Number five. Knock, knock. Who's there? Chicken cordon bleu. Chicken cordon bleu. Oh, fancy. <laughs> Number six. Knock, knock. Who's there? Tristan. Tristan who? Seriously, it's me. Open up. <laughs> Opposite. Number seven. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hell. Hell who? Hell who from the other side? It's a second joke. Yeah, baby. Number eight. Knock, knock. Who's there? Punch you. P 
punch your hole. <laughs> Ow! Good one. That's a good one. What are you, Will Smith? <laughs> Number nine. Knock, knock. Who's there? Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> Whoa, Pokemon! Yeah! yeah! Number ten. Knock, knock. Who's there? Eviction notice. Eviction notice who? Seriously, you have until the end of the week to clear out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude, yes! And that is 10 knock-knock jokes written by yours truly in under five minutes. Now that is some quality freaking comedy gold, if I do say so myself. I thought it was going to be irritating, but I didn't realize just how funny I am. But anyways, you're welcome. So that was my that was my fun little April Fool's. April Fool's to you guys, but honestly, you're welcome, I think, I guess. Um, so that was, <laughs> that was a little good time. Oh man, it's good. It's fun to tell knock-knock jokes, especially if you make them up. And I think the cornier they are, the better. But anyways... That's all really I had for the, the festival and the holiday is so. So we're all past April Fool's, guys. You don't have to expect any more pranks, okay? I swear. Everything's clear. Okay? Get off the edge of your seat. Just sit back. Relax. Let's smile. Anyways, what else has been going on? Oh, dogs, dude. I was watching some freaking dogs, man. I know you guys are probably getting sick of hearing that. You're like, man, well, like, it feels like every two or three episodes you're watching some, some canines. I get it. You like the animals, but nothing exciting ever happens while you're there. So stop bringing it up on the podcast. Tell me more knock-knock jokes. No. Um, <laughs> so there is something exciting that happened, and I was on the way there. Okay, that's right. The exciting part happened before I even got there. So I was watching my aunt's dogs. And she texts me like, okay, you know, we're leaving around like 2.30 to 3. And I'm like, okay, great. And all I had around like just after 3, I'll leave my house. It'll take me 30 minutes to get there. So on, right? So I'm leaving there. I'm getting there. And I thought she had already left at this point. So I'm like on her freaking road. And I get a text that says, okay, we're leaving now. I'm like, oh, interesting. Okay. Now I could have just pulled right into the driveway. We could have talked, had this nice little family reunion. I love my aunt, love my uncle, my cousins. It was great. It would have been fun. But... The other thought that popped in my head was that I just saw Batman the night before, okay? And I was thinking, man, how does he just disappear out of thin air? I see their car backing out of the driveway now. I'm on the road, dude. So they're backing out of the driveway, and immediately I go, I hit the brakes, reverse, and go down a different road and up into this driveway, up onto this hill. Freaking big, you know, like, wealthy neighborhood. I'm, like, just parking up in this guy's driveway in his bushes, basically. I'm like, and I pull down my hat, whip out my phone, and I record him. And they go by. I'm like, yeah, I just disappeared out of thin air. And I felt like Batman. I felt so cool. It was so awesome. Like, oh, hey, here we come. I'm like, oh, I'm in a freaking one or two ton vehicle. Let me just... You know, I'm, I was, I felt so stealthy. It was like the kid inside me, which is, you know, it, he's the kid's outside me, let's be honest. But, you know, the kid inside me, I was like, dang, this is so cool. This is exciting. I just disappeared. And I watched the video back and I realized that there was a very thin line um, between, in between feeling cool and creepy. And this was that. Okay. So here's the video. There they go. Gone with the wind. Okay, so that was the video, and uh, you know what went from me going movie to car out of thin air. I work for the CIA. I'm feeling so cool and so awesome, and then immediately I'm just like, wait a minute, is this weird now? I feel weird and gross. So I kind of ruined a good moment. And I don't know where the line is. Maybe it's when you pull your phone out. Maybe it's when you're parking in some you know rich dude's front yard and and you're just recording your. Hand. I don't I don't know what the point is, but I still thought it was funny that I built this part. It's like, oh, this is so awesome. This is so awesome. Is it awesome? 
maybe not. But anyways, I still thought it was worth sharing. Um, so anyways, that was what happened. The dogs, something uh, not so exciting. I mean, it was it was exciting in the sense it was like unusual. So the dogs never eat. When I every time I ever go watch anyone's dogs, they never eat. I don't know why. I, is it like I'm not preparing it well enough? Did you not have like the kibble? Did you not like the way I served it? I didn't pull a freaking tray off, you know. Um, so I don't know what it is, but they never eat. And I always text the the owners and like, oh, he's just probably nervous. He misses us and everything's okay. I'm like, yeah, I just I don't think that's the problem. I think it's me. Um, so anyways, these dogs were not eating at all, and I was getting worried. And of course, they wanted my food, and I'm just eating like pizza and you know cereal and coke and what you know you know i'm hungry right okay so <laughs> i got pizza on my shirt and uh so these dogs they want my food but they don't want to eat their freaking kibble and maybe that's because they're like oh this guy doesn't know the rules yet he doesn't know that we have a, a strict no sharing with the dog policy let's see what we can get out of him I'm like whoa okay again dogs peep the shirt i don't share i need every bite every crumb every morsel so i'm not sharing and and they never eat their food and i'm getting worried I'm like dang it's been a few days they gotta be freaking hungry starving i'm worried about these dogs so I'm texting them, like, hey, don't worry about it. It's just fine. They're just nervous. They'll eat when they eat. You know, they know how to eat food if they're hungry, right? But then, in the middle of the night, or the last night I was there, actually, um, their dog just starts throwing up. I wake up, and he starts vomiting. I'm like, what? The, oh, no. What's going, what's going on? And I'm getting worried now. He keeps keeps doing it. He keeps walking over, vomits another place. And I'm, like, following him around. It's, like, 5 a.m. like, oh, paper towel. Oh, okay, over here. Okay, over here. Okay. And I'm just following this guy for, like, 30 minutes. And then it stops. And I'm so worried. And then he lays down. Okay, and his stomach's like, like if you played a song back in reverse, it was like, you should have fed me pizza twist. And I'm like, oh, I feel so guilty now. What am I doing? So then I'm, I'm feeling bad and guilty and worried. And because I've had a dog just drop dead on me before. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had, okay, I haven't had someone else. My own dog has just died like 10 minutes after he's so happily playing with toys, eating food, and just having a good time, and he's just died. So I'm nervous. I know it's a possibility. So I'm scared. This dog isn't acting like it's normal frig oaf self, right? So I'm getting scared with this dog. I'm like, dude, come on, man. Come on. I'm sorry I should share my pizza with you. I'm sorry. Just eat the kibble. But you just got to be okay. So I stay up with this dog for like an hour or two or something like that. And I'm texting people, but you know, it's the middle of the night. No one's answering. And, um, and eventually I stay up until his stomach just stops making the noise and I feel safe enough to fall asleep. And that was scary, dude. It was scary. And again, no dogs have ever died on my watch. Okay. I was just saying like, I've experienced something. I wasn't just saying, you know, this happens all the time. Oh, yeah, the dogs die occasionally. It's just part of the job. Uh, anyways, how many how many nights you want me for? You know, <laughs> so it is one of those things. But it was it was freaky, and um, but he, full recovery, everything's great, everything's grand. Um, another thing that happened, so they have this giant like magic erase board right in the in the back of the family room. And my aunt texts me, he's like, oh, it's a magic board. You got to write something fun on there, something great, something you know, swell and and whatever. And and before I left, I hadn't written anything. And I wrote this giant freaking story, right? Now, I'll put the picture up for you now. So as you can see, I wrote magic on it to illustrate just how magic the board really is. And there's this giant little story. It says like a like a first person like documentary kind of like a log. Like I'm, I'm really detailing my experiences here with the dog. So it says Tristan's log. Day one. So far, everything is cool. The big dog has stolen my socks three times already. But other than that, things are chill. Night one. I heard a mysterious sound from somewhere in the house. So far, I've kept my manly composure, and the dogs still view me as a pack leader. Show no fear. Day two. I've put last night behind me. 
I was probably just hopped up on Diet Coke. I'll stay properly hydrated today and keep myself sharp, just in case. Other than that, the day has been nice. The dogs have showed much respect. Night 2. Dear God, it's back. I've heard the noises throughout the house. It sounds like groaning with a hint of creepy tap dancing. The dogs are looking to me to lead. I'm going to investigate. I'm scared. But no matter what happens, I'll have my dignity. Wish me luck. Day 3. Everything turned out fine. Goodbye. And, uh, you know, as you can see with the font, dude, the font was written in cursive. And I thought this was a little, a little nuanced, a little jokey joke, okay? Like a little um, narrative point that something happened to me and the handwriting's different. And, and I don't know why I kind of did a, like, a, like a French accent, like, French, like the fanciest thing that French people can do is just write in cursive. We're so fun. In McDonald's, we like McDonald's and we write in cursive. Um... So anyway, so I wrote that. I thought that was a fun little narrative story. And um, and actually, as you can see, I also drew this this UFO, right? He's abducting a cow. And, and I drew this big thing, and, this, and I thought that was really cool. And I realized I accidentally just wrote a Chick-fil-A ad. And I wrote, eat more chicken. I was like, well, brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Okay. And I was probably just hungry. Um, again, the shirt, peep it. So that was pretty cool. It was fun to just kind of, you know, draw and have some fun with that. Um, but what they didn't realize was that it was all real. Not the Chick-fil-A ad, but the story, dude. I mean, obviously, the, like, the end part of the story where I turned into a French guy, unless I'm just a French clone who only... <gasps> Lights in cursive, dude! Look! Cursive! Oh, it comes all the way back around. Am I a clone? I'm not, but don't worry. Um, I'm trying not to be paranoid. Um, <laughs> okay, we're out, of the, we're out of control now. Let's hone it in. Story time, okay? When I stay places, um, or even at my own house, I'm a routine locker of everything. Doors, windows, curtains. Okay, drawers. I don't care. I lock everything, okay? Trying to stay safe, strap down. So every time I let these dogs out, let them out, psh, come back in, lock. Let them out, come back in, lock. However, it was around 5 or 6 p.m. Sun was still out, broad daylight. I'm playing games with some friends. We're online playing these matches, and in between matches, I need to go let the dogs out, okay? So I set the thing, and I run over as fast as I can because I'm trying to get back. So I let these dogs out, psh, and I think that I lock it. But wait. So I let these dogs back in, and I, I go to play some games. A couple hours pass, I get off the games, I go let the dogs out once more. I bring these dogs back into the garage. I see the doors unlocked, right? And I don't, I'm thinking, I didn't do that. Did someone else do this? But like, wait, no, no, I was playing games. Of course, I was distracted. I was rushing. Everything was so fast. I think nothing more of it. The time I let it pass. I'm a little paranoid because I'm hopped up on sugar and, and cereal and spice and everything nice. Let the dogs back in. Lock for real. Now we're sitting, we're chilling. Hours and hours pass. Now we're deep into the PMs, maybe even the AMs at this point. And I'm sitting there, I'm just watching TV, and I hear a noise. What the frick? Scary kind of noise, ominous, real freaky crap. And uh, I'm thinking, wow, that's that's odd, but you know, whatever. Houses make noises, right? But then my overactive imagination, who would have guessed I had one of those, right? And I hear that, I'm like, oh wait, the door was unlocked. What if I was so invested and ingrained into my video games? that someone would have came in behind me, snuck past, and they are now in the house. <gasps> Is it possible? I have to know for sure. I can't, I'm scared, but I have to know. So, I do what anyone would do. I grab my flashlight, I go down into this house, and I'm like, I'm gotta, I gotta investigate this whole freaking place, all 30 rooms of this huge house. And I uh, 
So I, I go and I walk throughout this whole basement because that's where they would be, right? They'd be hiding down there. It, it, you know, there's some masters getting corners and corridors, places to hide. It's freaking, it's a big place. So I'm investigating. If I find this guy, I'm going to give him the old Will Smith slap. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm looking and I'm, I'm trying to be like, come on, this is silly. What are you doing? Of course, it was, it was, it's whatever. No one would be here. And as I'm investigating, I'm thinking, no, you're right. It's a freaking, it's a nice, wealthy neighborhood. No one would break in. Wait a minute. It's a nice, wealthy neighborhood. Of course someone would want to break in, especially if there was an unlocked door. Fool! So, I, fi- I finish the basement. I scour out, and I go to sit down. I'm like, dang. What is going on? So then I, I go back, check the garage, double check that it was- it's still locked. It's still locked. That's great. I come back into the room. One of the dogs is missing, okay? There was two dogs. Easy head count. One, two. Okay? So I don't know where this dog went. I'm thinking, um, Hello? Banjo, that's his name. I wasn't just yelling instruments out. And um, so I'm just yelling, Banjo, Banjo, hey, Banjo. And I start yelling stuff that like just, you know, the dog's buzzwords, things that get him excited. You want some treats? Hey, come here. You want to go for a walk? You know, you want some food, treat, anything, TV? You have my pizza if you want it. Banjo, just come back to me now. This dog's not responding, okay? Oh, crap. Okay, so I'm searching through the the first floor, looking all around him at first. I'm, I'm hunting, I'm hunting, I'm hunting. Just because I, I, still, I still had to clear out the first floor as well, but I also, like, this is where I left the dog, so maybe he's just in one of these rooms hiding, whatever. So I look back, I'm like, oh, maybe he, maybe he followed me down in the basement. I go down to the basement. He's not there. I go back to the first floor. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You, this dog is so freaking overactive and jumping, like, jumpy on people and everything. And I was like, okay, he, where's this guy? He's so, he's a big oaf. He's a big lovable guy. He wants, he, just, he loves love. He's, he's been right next to me this entire time so far. So, I uh, I go I, I begin to go upstairs now because I'm trying to find this dog and also this is the last floor to clear out so I'm going through everything's pitch black so scary and I'm like you know what you gotta do it banjo and uh, so I'm going through there I'm checking all the rooms bathrooms bedrooms and storage and background and so on you know there's a lot of rooms so I'm I'm going through this thing and I can still hear the noises I'm so scared man I'm so scared but I don't I don't act like it though because I I know that this guy might be here. If he sees me being scared, huh, game over for me, right? Show no fear. And I also want to call out to the dog, but now that I'm upstairs, I can't give away my location just in case this guy knows because he doesn't slip in through some more rooms or whatever. So I don't say anything else now. So I'm walking through this upstairs. Okay. Banjo's up here somewhere. Someone might be up here somewhere. I'll be ready for it. Okay. Still hopped up on Diet Coke and cereal. <laughs> so I'm going through this thing. I, I go into the last room, my cousin's room. And there's this fan on, right? And it just feels ominous and cold. And the wind chills go down your spine like oh something's not right here and I begin to walk around checking the thing and I hear a slight noise over on the other side of the bed I walk over there with my flashlight and the scariest face I've ever seen dude big eyes the light flash giant teeth fangs and it's the dog, dude. I found the freaking dog. The dog was hiding upstairs behind the bed. I don't know. He was he was so happy. Like, we had been playing hide and seek, like, on purpose this whole time. And he was low with joy. I jump. Ha! Oh, my. Yeah! Banjo! Did you see anyone in here? <laughs> you know, so I was so I was relieved. I've, I've checked the whole house. I found the dog. And, you know, he's got, like, this kind of, like, charcoal, kind of gray, funny face. But then I was just, it was spooky in the dark. Especially when you're, like, expecting to see something, but you don't want to see something. And I was terrified. But, you know, we found the dog. And it was it was great. And he was happy. And he went hide and seek. And, um, 
So I was just terrified, man. And, and I, I had the other dog with me, but I was like, yeah, but this dog hasn't been eating. So in case there was an intruder, this, she doesn't have the energy to defend herself, right? There's so much. We, these dogs got to be eating more so we can fight back. But anyways, uh, everything turned out well. There was no intruder, so everything was cool. The point of the story is everything was cool. There was no French guy. There was no interesting cursive at the end. Um, although the neighbors could have looked across the street and called the cops as they just see someone wandering throughout the dark rooms um, with a flashlight like someone is trying to steal. Like, no, I'm just... Someone's here, I think, maybe. Um, not me though. Um, so it was, it was fun. It was spooky. It was scary, and uh, and I made sure to get back on my health kick after that. And make sure I was eating the right kind of things. And you know, you can kind of be more paranoid. You get a little scared, a little spooky. And there's that's really the end of the story, guys. And I slept with the lights on. The entire freaking house lit up like a globe. You can see it from space. Um, so that's what happened with that story. And I oh wait, hold on. Actually, I actually think there's something out here I wanted to show you guys. Wait, let me go get it. <laughs> 